Hello, welcome back to Self-Care and Chill with Maui. Today we are going to be talking about narcissists. Welcome back, everybody. My son begged me to be a part of the podcast, so I let him do the intro, and he did a pretty good job. I think it's safe to say that it just runs in a family. Um, Even though he probably doesn't know what the word narcissist means, that is today's topic. Today, I feel like this is the main question that I get all the time how to heal from our narcissist. I'm dealing with a narcissist. I'm in a relationship with a narcissist. All I attract is narcissists. Outside of the fact that I truly believe the word is like super overused, like the word toxic, because I doubt that you guys are sending these people to therapy and getting them diagnosed. I know that we are doing a lot of self-diagnosing these days. Um, but nonetheless, I want to catch you guys up on some things that have been going on in my life. The dog is getting better, okay? I know I told y'all that the dog was peeing and pooping on my carpet. The dog is getting a little bit better. He's finally going on his pee pads inside of the bathroom. Thank God, because the dog was about to be on his way out the goddamn door because my boyfriend spoils him and my son spoils him also. My grandma is back on the block list because she caused my phone with drama. So is my mom. My mom is back on the block list because she keeps texting me about a quibby Quibi, I don't know how you say it, but it's some type of little um exercise machine that you put under your desk at work. Girl, you don't even ask me how I'm doing. You don't even check up on me. Only time you call this phone is when you need something blocked. So if you got anybody in your life that just call you with drama, only call you when they need a favor or call you when they need something, block, block, block. Um, One of my other girlfriends, I ain't got her on the block list, but she's on Do Not Disturb because I don't want to be around nobody that... I feel like, matter of fact, this for all the friends. I'm not singling nobody out. I don't want to be around anybody that I feel like when it comes to my friends, I'm a very big stepper. When it comes to people that I love, I'm pouring. I'm not necessarily expecting you to pour the way I pour. But I need my friends to show up to the the friendship with the same enthusiasm as me. If I feel like that you don't put in the same energy or effort as me, not even a portion Because, bitch, you might not be able to give the 100% that I'm giving, but at least meet me at, like, 60 or something. If I feel like you're giving bare minimum, but for other people, you go out your way, I'm just going to peep things for what they are, handle you accordingly. No bad blood. I'm not upset. I'm not mad. I'm just falling back. I'm accepting people for who they are and what they choose to give and not being upset about it. I'm just taking shit back, okay? So if you catch yourself over-pouring... If you catching yourself doing a little bit too much for people and they're not doing the same or they don't reciprocate or they don't show up with the same enthusiasm and energy, it's okay to be like, you know what? No, let me turn this faucet down a little bit. Let me turn the pressure off a little bit. Okay. Give them a little drip drip, not the full capacity that um, I could give. So that's the type of shit that I'm on lately. This is going to be a curse word free podcast today. Also, God willing. So I Googled the word narcissist and the freaking definition is a disorder in which a person has an inflated sense of self-importance. Narcissistic personality disorder is found more commonly in men. The cause is unknown, but likely involves a combination of genetic and environmental factors. Yes. Symptoms include excessive need for admiration, disregard for other feelings, an inability to handle any criticism and a sense of entitlement. Mm, Interesting. I want y'all to understand, really, really understand, because y'all know I love y'all. I'm always keeping it real. I'm always being honest. 
please understand the difference if you were dealing with a narcissist or if you were pouring into a person and fucking with somebody that oh god damn i said i wasn't gonna curse or messing with somebody that did not want to be with you okay because the amount of people that are using this word or saying this is the situations that they've been in they ha- I, I feel like I've been in relationships with people who have all of these freaking symptoms, but I know they didn't want to be with me. Like, are they a narcissist or are they not able to cater to the feelings of a woman who they don't even really want to be with or care about emotionally or have no type of emotional connection or bond with? She's just a good woman that won't leave you alone, that keep trying to make it work, that keep trying to make you love her. That keeps trying to make you fall in love with her. So I want you to understand that difference for one. Um, If you feel like you're in a relationship with somebody that they can't handle any type of criticism or any. Why would you want to continue to be there? Also understand it's a difference from a person who can't handle criticism and a person that does not like your delivery. Because it's sometimes we think that a person you don't like it when I say anything. Can't nobody tell you about yourself. But then we change our delivery and they're more receptive. Some people just not receptive of how we are delivering our messages. That's why I tell y'all the way y'all communicate with other people is super important because we are adults. It is no way why you are having conversations that are filled with emotion and being irrational and yelling and insults and degrading people's characters and talking down on them when we could word things differently. Now, if you word things in a nice, gentle way and they just still can't handle it, okay, then they don't know how to take criticism. If they feel attacked immediately, then okay. And as far as the sense of entitlement, no regards for the other feelings. Because I felt like my partner, a couple partners, ain't had no regard for my feelings. But it's because they didn't fuck with me like that. Looking back, like, I was just somebody they was fucking. Like, and it was like, I was just overextending my welcome in places I ain't have no business being. I was overextending myself. Like I said, checkout was at 10 o'clock. A bitch freaking stayed till 8. Whatever I got served between that time was my fault because I was supposed to have been out there that morning. Um, Being honest, what made us stay in these relationships? What attracted us to these people in the first place? Why do we stay and accept these these people and their flaws? Why do we try to heal them? Why are we trying to diagnose people and get them to see there's something? Like, why aren't we leaving these people exactly where... The fucking therapy office is. Another curse word, damn. We need to leave some of these these people exactly where they are at. I had somebody today on my Instagram live say, Molly, how do you love a man that's broken or a man that... Like, why are we trying... Why are we putting ourselves in the battlefields of being hurt? By trying to give love to somebody that is not at a place in their life to be receptive to it. Riddle me this. When y'all start saying, well, it's his upbringing and it's all these things. Okay, so you're diagnosing him and saying what you think it is. It don't matter what the fuck it is. If he's not being consciously aware of these things and trying to make a conscious effort to change things about himself so that he can love the people around him properly. It's not no amount of love in this world that you can give somebody that's going to make them not be a narcissist or make them be a better man or not be broken or treat you better or properly communicate. People are not going to do anything that they don't want to do or they're not ready to do. And your love is not going to force them to do that. 
Your love may inspire people to want more. It may inspire them to be better. It may inspire them to see parts of themselves that they have never seen before. But a person ain't going to do nothing that they don't want to do until they feel ready to do it. Stop trying to force your hand. Mm, yes. Pass the collection plate. And we eight minutes in. Pass it. You trying to force your hand for what? Your fairy tale? For how you want things to go? How, for how, how you envision it? No, the main, the main problem with a lot of things that's happening right now is that people are not in relationships and situations with people that they are compatible with. So you wasting all of the best parts of yourself and all of your time trying to change a person to be more compatible with you or have more qualities that will complement you than just being patient and wait until you find somebody who has what the fuck you're looking for. Wow. I have solved the Da Vinci code. You're begging Jerome to get his shit together, to properly communicate, to come home every day to his family instead of playing video games at his friend's house and be this adult when you could have just freaking fucked with somebody that had those qualities from the beginning. And now you have allowed this person to impregnate you. And you have have postpartum and you're just stressed out and overwhelmed and everything in your world just seems like it's crumbling. It's just a lot going on. That's like the worst case scenario of what can happen. Not saying this is necessarily a situation, but it will be if you don't stop playing and take control of your life. Um, y'all know my friend Kira that did a podcast episode the other day, um, like a couple weeks ago. She she got this poem and she says, "Only women who need heal healing keep finding these broken as broken men, basically, and trying to fix them instead of healing the parts of themselves that need to be worked on." And I feel like it's so true for you, for you to continue. You're not continuously attracting and being with these broken, damaged kind of people because you're just so nice and you're a healer. You think that's what it is? That That's why you think that you keep attracting these terrible quality individuals because you're a healer and you see the good in everyone. And I just, I just want to love everyone, Maui. I'm just a healer. I just, no, no, I, I, I can't accept it as an answer. I absolutely can't. Birds of a feather flocking together. Two broken people or two damaged people or two people that both need healing. Now you might be a little bit more emotionally developed than the other person, but don't mean that you don't got some shit that you need to work on with you too. Cause it ain't no part. It ain't no it ain't what like what do you have in common if you are vibrating at your highest frequency if you are moving in alignment what in common do you have with somebody that's out of alignment like what do you have in common with this person that only makes you cry only hurts you only brings drama to your life chaos only makes your life ghetto what we are not making better choices for ourselves we are not choosing wisely. We are choosing what's available. And we are choosing people that like us back. We're choosing attention. We are choosing who's interested in us. We are not looking at like, he doesn't have no qualities that I'm looking for. He doesn't have any qualities of a husband. He doesn't even have a quality of a boyfriend. He's like giving you nothing to build with. Be honest. The person that you're laying with every night or the person that you're crying over or you in love with, do they have qualities that, of somebody that you really want to build with or do they have to change 
to who you potentially see them being for them to finally have those qualities. Let's be honest. Don't be embarrassed. Don't all speak at once. Or, or are we just too impatient? Or be honest and say, I'm just too impatient to sit around waiting for what I actually deserve. I'd rather, I'd rather take what's available right now so that I can say that I'm laying, with next to some, laying next to somebody at night. I'd rather say that I'm laying next to somebody every night even if this ain't the person that I see a future with, then be laying here by myself because I don't know how to be alone because when I'm alone, I have to be honest and I have to be accountable and I can I have to point the finger at myself and work on parts of myself that I refuse to heal. And I can't be walking around here calling everybody a narcissist and toxic and he was a manipulator. I can't walk around there doing that anymore because if I'm by myself, then I have to be accountable about the decisions that I made with choosing certain types of partners and I don't choose them well. And even after they show me that true colors, I stick around. Even after they, after they cheat on me, disappoint me, lie to me, choose me second. Show me that they will never freaking be what I need them to be. Show them that they can never love me at the capacities that I need to be loved. I sit right the fuck there and I take some more. Let's be accountable. I say this to y'all all the times and the moments when I allow somebody to treat me like shit. Treat me like gum on the motherfucking floor. I told y'all my story on the side chick advantage episode with one of the relationships that I was in. And I never be call, I never be calling him manipulators and stuff like that. Even though he had qualities of those, I he didn't have to manipulate me to stay. He didn't have to manipulate me to do anything. I was I I did not believe that I was worthy for of any other type of love besides this. Even though you treated me horrible, I didn't really believe that somebody could treat me better. Even though your bads outweighed your goods, the good qualities that you had and the good things that you did, I never had them before, and I didn't want to give those up. I'd rather sit here being treated like shit than just be by my goddamn self. Because if you be by your goddamn self, you ain't really going to make yourself cry unless you just think about shit. But I ain't never make myself just cry the way I've cried in a relationship. That's what I do know. I've never made myself just like burst into tears. Like where like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. You ever had somebody make you cry? Like your heart is just aching. Your heart aches. And you need an asthma pump, but you don't have asthma. Yes. That's how these relationships be making you feel that you're not supposed to be in. I don't want that for you. So how do we heal from these narcissists and these manipulators that we've been with? Um, I feel like any healing starts with us, okay? I feel like any healing that we're going to do starts with us and the things that we want to work on ourselves so that we can make better choices, so that we can identify people sooner for who they are in the beginning and not waiting until five months down the line because we've moved too fast and jumped into relationships and realized we don't even know this person like that. Another part of this healing is letting things go and forgiving for yourself. The forgiveness is not for the other person. It's for you. You don't want to, you don't want to take, take this shit to somewhere else. You don't want to take this horrible experience to a relationship that's healthy. And now you can't even allow love in or allow anybody to get close because you were so afraid. You don't want to allow this shit to ruin and hinder you so much that you can't even be receptive to love. You don't want to experience it. You have no interest in it. 
And at this point, you feel like your soulmate is a bagel. We want to make sure that we are healing, constantly doing the work, constantly letting things go. We not, and we are not in a rush. We are not trying to rush through healing processes. We are not trying to use a new dick to heal our heart. This is not about finding a new man to distract you, texting 10 guys to keep your mind off somebody. It's not about none of that. It's about laying in your bed at two in the morning crying because you by yourself and you lost your best friend. You don't got nobody to talk to. That's what it's about. It's, a, it's about crying and feeling like you don't got nobody. And the person that you planned your future with has disappointed you and they never coming back and you don't have a fairy tale. It's about listening to Mary J. Blige and li- watching Beer Mary Jane. And feeling like freaking nobody in this world right now understands how broken your heart is besides them two. Okay. And knowing that it's going to be okay. And that, yeah, I might be crying right now. Shit. But a bitch ain't going to cry forever. Okay. It's a rainbow after every storm. And even if you can't see the rainbow, shit, it's, the rainbow is in another country or somewhere. It's a rainbow after every, every storm. That's what I do know. And at the end of the rainbow, it's a pot of gold. Or a leprechaun, depending on what kind of fairy tells you into. But even if you can't see the rainbow, it don't mean it is not there. Yes, that's the word. The blessings they be in disguise. We can't always see them right now. But we look back on shit and we be seeing why things worked out the way they had to. You ever go through something and you feel like, damn, it was the worst time in my life. And then you look back on your life and you know exactly why God made it happen like that. You'd be like, damn, it had to go that way. It was no, it was no other way for this shit to go. When I think about me living in my purpose now, when I think about the books that I write, when I think about the people that I've been in, when I think about my upbringing, it was no other way that I would have rather that shit had went. And the moments when I didn't understand it, when the moments when I felt like maybe God forgot about me or I was in a, I didn't get a blessing or I felt empty. I didn't have nobody in the moments where I felt like, not loved and forgotten. I look back on things and I see exactly why it had to go the way it had to go. It was no other way. I would have rather it had went than that fucked up way it did. All of that fucked, all of the heartbreaks, all of the relationships that didn't work, all the lessons learned, all of that shit. I wrote it all down and put it in a book for you. We on a podcast together. We growing together. We unlearning together. We healing together. It was no other way. I would have rather any of that shit. I don't care if they was a narcissist, toxic, manipulated cheater. If he was a leprechaun, if he had one leg, if he had a baby from here to Mexico, oh, the story is going to be told. I'm telling the story and somebody's going to heal from it because somebody went through the same goddamn thing. And that's what I do now. Ignore my son that's in the background playing Fortnite. So even if you don't understand why you're going through certain things right now or why it's hurting so bad or why you or why do I keep listen? All you need to know is as long as you are learning from what you are going through, you are making progress. The only people that's not learning are the people that continuously attract the same type of people that continuously go through the same type of things that continuously end up in the same type of situations because they ain't learning shit. Just know that as long as you learn it, you are making progress. So we ain't going to trip about how fast the progress is happening. We're not going to trip about the, the freaking finish line because this is a marathon. We are not in a rush. We are marinating. Okay. Understand that. Great things take time. 
I'm not rushing it. You trying to find a man before you 30 and have a family and do all of this shit, putting these unrealistic timelines on your life and got yourself depressed because you expected to be married by kids right now. You done wasted some of your best years with somebody that was toxic, but you stayed. Because of lack of love for self sometimes. Because of comfortability. Because of being afraid to start over. They feel like we've invested too much time. Oh, girl, please. Stop it. Whatever the case may be. The healing will start with you. And it start with you focusing on yourself. And you making sure that you are constantly showing up as the best version of yourself. Whether that means doing some yoga, working out, reading, going back to school, getting your license, getting a car, cleaning, organizing, fresh starts, new beginnings, creating a playlist, getting a plan, buying yourself some flowers, taking yourself out on a date. Whatever that may look like for you, understanding that the healing starts with you. And that when I work on myself and I worry about myself, I unconsciously attract people that are vibrating on the same level as me. I unconsciously inspire others to do the same. I am worrying about my motherfucking self. I'm not, I'm not out here trying to force nobody to do shit. I tell y'all this all the time. I'm not telling y'all to tune into the podcast. You are consciously making an effort to come and listen up over here. I'm not forcing you to do this. I'm not sending out emails all day long saying, press play, come listen. No, you are the chosen one. You choose to come over here. You choose to listen to this. I'm not forcing nothing on nobody. And with that being said, that is the word for the day. And hopefully somebody on here needed to hear something that really helped them. And I will see y'all in self-care and chill with Maui on Sunday for another read. Get read for filth. Enjoy y'all day. I love y'all.